Good. Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Today we have a podcast collab episode with an amazing podcast. The podcast has a very simple name, but it's an extraordinary podcast. It is called The Way Podcast with Bill. And please, Bill, give me your last name again because you know I'm bad with last names. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, Trofeski. Okay, so let's get started here. Bill, tell us about yourself and then tell us about your podcast. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm uh, Bill Trofeski. I'm with The Way Podcast. If you're ever in Connecticut, uh, FM 91.7 at uh, Wednesdays, 5 o'clock. And what I like to do is I just sit down and talk with experts on various topics. So one episode, I had an inmate calling from death row. One episode, a guest spent seven years following cocaine in Colombia. And my last one was a hacker from Uruguay. So yeah, various topics, sit down and talk with them. Yeah, and, and they're kind of hard hitting. And the, the approach and how you do this, you're not, you, there's no uh, really side in, in your questions. Your questions are, are very tight. You know, you don't, it doesn't seem like you put a lot of opinion into anything when you're interviewing these people. And yeah, yeah and that's one thing that I like about you because I'm like, man, um, nobody else does this. Because when I interview someone, I'm going to get their story and I'm going to get a little opinion in there somewhere. I'm going to do the, the John Stossel inside of the 2020 interview, like how Barbara Walters and Diane Sawyer were straightforward like you. I'm going to have to get a little twist and get personal in there. So what inspired you to do this podcast? Um, yeah, so, I mean, I started off, I'm an engineer, uh, mechanical, but then the local radio station, they uh, had some openings for like audio engineers or just sort of a, what do you call it? You just do it for free time, like not a paid position. Um, but yeah, I like learned the software, learned the soundboard, learned all that stuff. And I was like thinking, you know, I've, I could make my own show. Why don't I do something with that? So I went on the radio, I went through the training, went on the radio and then podcast seems becoming bigger than the radio so i just co sort of combined the two okay that makes sense now what is the hardest aspect of doing a podcast and then doing radio because like what what is what, what's the difference in doing both of those now a days yeah um not too much i mean one thing about the radio is as i'm in my room right now that you see and because the studio has been closed since covid <laughs> So one thing about the radio is they have a great studio that I love and I miss every day. <laughs> Want them to reopen it. But uh, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, when I was on the radio, it was live. So now I have time to edit. And can I swear? Yeah, go ahead, man. We don't care about all that. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah, when I fuck up, it's like, okay, so what? Like, I'll just crop it or make it sound cleaner. But now that like I send everything online to the radio, they're really the same. The only difference is sometimes people hear me in their car. Other times people hear me on like Spotify or Apple. Right. And then they hear you on any type of device that spits out audio now from the podcast, basically. So inside uh, doing the radio and doing your podcast, um, how did you exactly start doing the podcast portion? If you don't mind me asking, because I asked you earlier why you started, but now I'm asking how you got started on the podcast. Yet. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was kind of like I said, I did like radio at first, but then I figured out like when people listen to music, nobody tunes into the radio. They got their Spotify app. They got their whatever app. So podcasting is basically the radio, but through your phone, wherever. Yeah. So it was a little bit of a hassle, like setting up Anchor or like setting up the website and all that stuff. But now um, back in the studio, I had a little USB drive that I'd plug into one of those like computers or whatever. And then I plugged that into my laptop and then 
just upload it to a podcast. So like it would air on the radio, but then like a week later, I would finish editing it and uploading it. Okay, so you got a system to it. Now, tell us about this web page you have. You can go over to uh, check you out on Instagram at. Oh yeah, podcast the way. And you can click click on your link at the, in the bio, and that'll carry you out to your website. What's going on on your website? Yeah, today I actually updated it. Like I did a bunch of stuff to it, cleaned up. I mean, it's been a week in the work, but today I finally finished it. But yeah, if you go to the website, you'll just see the studio. You'll see what the show is. You'll see a list of the previous guests, episodes, contact them on the show, all that stuff. And um, yeah, basically everything about the show is right there. Okay. And like I said, once again, you can go to the link tree and you can go right there um, and get there. And inside the link tree, you can see everywhere you can find the podcast. Um, find you on Instagram, obviously. It's your handle. Over at Twitter, on what handle? Same thing, podcast the way. And YouTube. Um, I don't even know my YouTube. I've I've been so far behind on that. <laughs> but yeah, it's in that same link tree thing. All right. So now here's my next question about your social media. Because I talked to everyone about this, and this is something that, you know, like there's a little bit of age difference between us, but one thing that we're all agreeing on, and I want to see if you agree with this. Do you think that Facebook is becoming a relic? I think it's still like I don't use I have a Facebook account too and I haven't updated it since I created it back in like 2020 or early but it's definitely still like I think it's still the most popular but the thing is too most people who listen to podcasts are 18 to 34 and most people who use Facebook are like above that age group so overall it's still dominant but for like podcasts probably not as dominant as like Instagram or Twitter all right, so what about TikTok? Are you on TikTok at all? Oh, yeah, I'm on TikTok, too. Yep. So, so are you out here shaking and jiving and dancing everywhere in Connecticut? Oh, hell no. I just upload my trailers to that. <laughs> <laughs> and explain to us uh, the logos, how these videos these that you see each week on Instagram. Oh, yeah, my trailers. So I um, that helps, like, stick my show out. That's what I think makes it different. But I'll take like a clip from an episode and sort of just get like a nice 30 second background video. You see the audio and like just a clip from the show. Like um, the last one was the hacker from Uruguay. So that's like a nice clip of him talking about justice. And I forgot what footage I used for that. But I just finished my next episode's uh, The Flat Earth. And this guy's okay. a flat earther. <laughs> yeah. That's why in the <laughs> beginning you said like you got to ask questions. I ask questions that like stay narrow or don't. I forgot how you worded it, but that was an episode where I really had to try my best not to input too much of my own opinion. Right. Because you're trying to keep journalistic integrity while you're out here asking your questions. But I do want to say that it is something that sets you apart. And inside Podcast Collides, that's why we do these, like, because you have something different. That's your spin right there. You have a great podcast, but that trailer, that's you. Nobody else is doing that. I mean, people will do a few here and there, but that's your trademark there. So... To help other podcasters out, we're not going to ask you how to do that. They can contact you for consultation via your email or whatever, which you feel free to give to them. Um, yeah, podcasttheway at gmail.com. <laughs> right. So if you want to know how to do that video, he has a consultant deal or however he's doing things, he'll talk to you and get you on the ropes with that. So when um, 
you got to the, the middle of your podcast because you've got a great bit of them. You've had some success with this, obviously, correct? Yeah, it's doing pretty well. Right, doing pretty well. Um, you just gave a bit of like information and help to other podcasts real fast, podcasters and what you do with that trailer. So here's my spin now. What would be advice that you would give to a first-time podcaster that you didn't have when you first started out? Yeah. Um, I guess don't worry about it too much because those first like 10 episodes or whatever won't even really get like any listeners. It takes a bit for like the algorithm to really catch you or something. So I guess I'd say don't stress it out. Take it easy, but use that time to like make as many mistakes as you can so you can like learn from them editing wise or like any other way. All right. So my next question is how has the podcast community embraced you because you're a radio guy coming into the podcast <laughs> arena. Have they embraced you with open arms? Yeah. That, um, that keeps coming up to the radio part and I like it because yeah, it's things have been going well. There's a few, uh, there's a few ones here and there that I don't like that having gone along with, but like 99%, like I've just, I've been enjoying every show. It's a great community. I love guest appearing. I love sort of like, collaborating it's a great community right and, and i agree with that because i say there's 10 million podcasts and i only have one podcast that just stays at odds with me so i just keep them on the other side of the fence and the rest of the 2 million or the 1.99 million i deal with so I, I get you there now um tell me this uh what type of guests inspire you like make you want to continue doing podcasting uh what kind of, i guess like I sit down, I interview like experts on different topics. That's like the idea of my show. But I guess like each guest, like the reason I do that is because I just enjoy it. I've been a person who always loves learning different topics. So when a new expert comes on, I just have a great time talking about the subject. Okay. I have a lot. Yeah. Go ahead and listen. <laughs> yeah, I have um some favorite episodes, but I don't have any like least favorite or even like below average episodes. Like I enjoy every episode okay now let's dig back into this advice i want you to give podcasters because understand once again and i'm gonna aim at it one more time you're from radio what advice can you give to a podcaster after episode 10 because nobody wants to ever talk about that portion what advice can you tell them if they're not getting traction how do they advertise what do they do to get their podcast to a certain level of listeners um with radio once you start you already have like a decent like it grows up a little bit but like everybody sort of sort of tunes in at the same time so you don't have that same need to build you're just like maybe a small growth but for podcasting after episode 10 i mean i'm still only on episode 33 so i don't know too long down the road i think you have more episodes than me oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so i can't say too much all i can say is like 70% of podcasts out there don't make new episodes and the average number of episodes is seven before you reach pod fade. So I guess just stick with it if you enjoy it. Okay. Now let's get into some hard hip hitting topics. Uh, today I did a video with my series because I do a bunch of different series just to keep everything lively. Um, I do a set called uh, podcast talks that I do on IGTV. Um, in the podcast community, we have two things. We have endorsement and we have sponsorship. An endorsement technically is I like your podcast. So I might, I throw different, when I listen to different podcasts on my trips 
from West Virginia to Boston. That's like a 12 hour drive. I, like I listened to your podcast at some point traveling in between there. Um, so people give me your podcast. It's not like I go out and find you and someone, I don't know who exactly told me about you, but somebody said something about you because I had took a picture in Connecticut and they said something about your podcast. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a listen. And um, at some point I was like, hey, I like this. So I want to, I came to you about doing a collaboration. Um, obviously I'll tag something of yours, but you do video. So, and, and I didn't have a good way to get your logo. So I haven't put you necessarily in my endorsements. Um, and those are just like the little things I do on Canva to help audiences for other people, because in turn, it helps me out. Sponsorship though, is I like your podcast. I'm going to help you make some money. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on that? Do you endorse certain podcasts or do any type of sponsorship? And when I said sponsorship, remember carefully, I didn't say I'm spending money with them. I'm going to help them make money. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, there's like some podcasts, I guess I could, I do endorse in a sense where like, like I'll upload something like, oh, I guess appeared on this podcast, but nothing really stands out too much except like maybe on Twitter, I'll like retweet them more or I'll comment in their posts or something or even like Instagram. So maybe like that could be my endorsement, but I haven't really, I don't really set aside. I haven't had the time to be able to set something aside. But I mean, there are also podcasts, like there's a few I guess appeared. I didn't even upload it on the thing just because not disrespecting the podcast, just it wasn't a good episode in my mind. Right. But then there are sponsorships. Yeah, I don't know much about that. Like so you, haven't, you, haven't, you haven't got out there in that realm yet. Yeah, like I could, but I haven't I, I haven't dug into that area yet. All right, so you'll get there. So I guess what my question is, is which one do you prefer you think that you'll do in the future? Are you going to keep doing endorsements or are you going to eventually get into the sponsorship realm? When you say sponsorship, is it like um, I like pay them or I guess I'm a little confused on that. Part. All right. So, so like the instance of this, like uh, with the sponsorship is like it goes a little bit further. It's like I like your podcast. Um, I'll tell you how to make money this way. If you want to swap an ad and put it on my show or I do something to help you just helping someone making money or making money off that other podcast by giving them a spot on your show. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's a great idea, but I'm not very... I'm doing decent money wise. So I guess I'm not going to focus too much on that yet. Right. Well, just, just that topic right there. I'll, I'll ask everybody this because I think in the, in the start of things, you should endorse other podcasts, but sponsorship takes it. It's kind of heavy. It's a, it's, it's a heavier relationship. And with that, I kind of, I stay leery of, cause I, I do such a big volume. I listen to over 70 podcasts over two weeks. So I don't, want to sponsor anything or get involved with anything you know too crazy but endorsing i'll do it all day long if you have a quality podcast like i have one that's just like your uh, step up podcast that she uses that adobe and her sound is magnificent nothing on logic nothing on uh garage band or anything like that it's just something with that adobe it's just the way that it sounds you can tell a difference if you listen to a lot of audio or vocals all right so here's my next thing um what is what are your thoughts on selling merchandise uh for your podcast what do you think about that yeah i went on a printify i think it is i made a nice setup and it took me a while to do and then just all of a sudden for some reason it all got deleted <laughs> oh <laughs> so i had a good setup i had um i collaborate with a one of my guests way back was a 
good artist and he made me a nice logo so i was gonna use that too and whatnot but just one day it all got deleted and my plan wasn't to make money too i was gonna sell it at like the set minimum just so to get the brand out but right not even doing that now <laughs> <laughs> so what is it in store in the future for you with your podcast i guess just keep growing <laughs> keep growing keep it. recording yeah then eventually, uh, like everyone, all of us audition for one of the bigger networks and then leave Anchor and become the next, <laughs> not necessarily Joe Rogan, but somebody in that field. All right, so let me, let's go into more with helping the other podcasters. Um, what are some common mistakes that podcasters make that you hear? Because I, I figure you do listen to other podcasts here and there when you have time. What are common mistakes that you hear them make or you see them make on Instagram? mostly listen to like the big guys like the 20,000 hertz or like Joe Rogan and stuff okay so I don't hear too many mistakes maybe like guest appearing I'd say like most do a good job I guess a big mistake is sometimes people like sort of just talk like what was it called uh like basic talk it's uh it, like they, it's just like a lot of basic talk but then I want to and somebody will say something interesting but they don't follow that route so if something interesting comes up leave a conversation if you need to, to then follow that interesting topic. Okay. Okay. Cause, cause I'll tell you one thing like, um, that I, that I like in, in the very podcast I listen to, uh, one genre that's heavy saturated is uh, true crime, true crime for me. It has to have the extra bells and whistles. You got to have that voice that keeps me captivated. Um, but like normal podcasts, like I call flat ones that are general podcasts. Um, some of them are awesome, and some of them are only great because of their intros. <laughs> um, so that's why, like, in my podcast, I always kept it very amateurish. There's no there's no music at all. There's no intro. There's no nothing to it. It's just straight interview. We do it. Uh, the videos that I shoot for it, everything I do is on an amateurish level. Even the way that I sell my merchandise is amateurish, so that way it, it holds a certain merit to what I do. So how do you feel about that, someone that keeps it in an amateurish way because that's their style. Do you have an issue with that? Or do you think that just different people, different styles? No, I respect that. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Like some people will spend so much time or spend a ton of money with like this whole production and you're on episode like three. <laughs> right. So, so yeah, it's like, let the show build up and just match the show. That's what you got to do. <laughs> right. And in my case, I, this is how I feel about it. Um, if I'm going to make money with it, the money will make the production better. But like you said, start now. Yeah. And then eventually it just caught on and everybody's like, we know him for this. So he'll just stick to this. The one time I put music in it, I lost all my viewers. Seriously. Really? Yeah, seriously. Because it just wasn't my sound anymore. I, I was sounding like all 40 other podcasts in my demographic. <laughs> was it like a background sound throughout the whole thing? Or was it like an intro? Clip? Like an like just an intro. I had one of those... Uh, it was like a 1980 cent type deal, you know, because I was trying to bring back the 80s, like 88, and it just didn't work. Wow. Uh, one of my voice listeners came back and they were like, hey, this is not you. You're not that guy. Get yourself together. So I made a return after three episodes and pulled them back. Now, let's talk about fluctuate numbers because we never discuss how many downloads or anything that anybody has because that's nobody's business. But have you seen, do you, have you released on the same day every day? Yeah, every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. So... What made you choose Tuesday? Um, I guess it was just the first day I did it, and then I followed that theme. 
because also I wanted to give some like after I was like, eh, I'll stick with Tuesday because Monday is the first day of the week. But I feel like everybody goes for that. Mm-hmm. Wednesday is like hump day. And I saw a stat where that's actually the best day to upload. But I, I don't know. I just see Tuesday as beating that in a way. I just like Tuesday. So I'm sticking with that theme. I understand that. Well, this is what I have to say in my take on that. Monday and Tuesday are awesome because it's not a lot of podcasts coming out on those days that I deal with. And I, like I said, I deal with a lot. Wednesday is like being on the freeway. Really? It's like being in New York City, like up in the Bronx, because I know you travel that way, like standstill traffic. Just it's so many podcasts coming out on Wednesday that I tell people stay away from Wednesday. And like I said, I did see that same statistic somewhere that someone was like, Wednesday is the best day to publish. I'm like, no, that's the freeway. I produce on Thursday and then anything that I do specialty, I do on Saturday night. Sometimes I do controversial episodes like uh, just off the wall stuff, things that I know that it doesn't make sense because they're going to listen, whatever day they listen. For some reason, Saturday at 12 o'clock at night or Friday morning at 12 o'clock Saturday morning, people will listen to the, the, the raunchier stuff or the, you know, the stuff that I'm not going to play on Thursday. So they're all at the bar on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. So somebody might throw it on there or they might be inside of one of the stores that I, I deal with playing it over the intercom or something. So it's a different story uh, there. So going on uh, with life, what is an important life lesson you've learned from doing all this stuff during COVID-19 and just dealing with guests and all that other stuff? What's an important lesson you've learned out of all this? Um, I'll say I take like many lessons because like, I get into some serious topics, so like addiction with a doctor came on the show, mm-hmm. and that was like a good lesson about like oh how to view addiction in general, or like even like sex work was another one, and like just so I take lessons from like the episodes I try. I guess that's what I'd say. Okay, I got you on that one. Now, if there's anything that you could tell the world about your podcast today, what would it be? Like um, how to describe it, or just like about it in general. How to describe it? I'll say what I put in the description too is it's like a mix between Joe Rogan and sixty minutes. So I tried to, yeah, like sort of like bringing out the questions and stuff about this, and like I have a whole, I have a researcher who sends me pages of research that I'm prepared for. But the Joe Rogan where I'm actually just like talking to these people, I'm not like it's not an interview, it's like a conversation, but with questions in it. All right, so you're hitting them with a little Dan Rather, but you're doing Joe Rogan at the same time, basically. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, I got you there. I can see that. And me, like I told you earlier, mine is 2020. That was my news magazine that I watched growing up. So that's how I hit my hard-hitting questions. I put them in the middle after I butter them up and get them comfortable. And then I just hit them with the hard stuff to see if they're going to crack or if it's going to be a good episode or not. Um. So uh, real quick, I want to take a moment. And um, I want you to give a shout out to anybody that's helped you along the way, be it any type of entity, a family member, a cell phone. Um, what is this? Uh, some kind of toy, you know, just anything that helped you <laughs> along your way to get to where you are. Let's give them a shout out real quick. Yeah, sounds good. Um, check out on Twitter or Instagram, made it count at made it count or sometimes it says make it count as the account. But he um, he does great video edits for like sports and basketball players but he created my logo good friend of mine and he just got like great job like he's um he's he got great videos he was top of the college so not even just because i'm shouting him out just go check him out <laughs> okay okay anybody else um 
producers over at a whus the radio station they've helped me out a lot uh some of them not so much but other ones definitely um (laughs) yeah (laughs) love hate relationship but no there are some good ones and i think that's the gist of it yeah okay now we're going to do something for my show um for my show there's this one topic that we go into and i didn't prepare you for this because if i prepare you for it you wouldn't answer um there's a guy from new york city He's a rapper, fairly famous, does decent numbers. He can solve in a Rubik's Cube in 40 seconds. There's a lady. Huh? Is it logic? Oh, hold on, hold on. Let me finish for (laughs) what. Um, there's a lady in Georgia that goes into Goodwills. She buys artwork, she puts rhinestones on it, right? Puts glitter on it and resells the stuff. These were these people's secrets. Um, the Rubik's Cube was the rapper can't say his name, but that was his that's his secret talent so now bill you're on the spot what's your secret or your hidden talent that nobody knows about you um hmm. everybody has one i mean podcasting most of my family doesn't know (laughs) like (laughs) my mom found out the other day and i was kind of pissed about it (laughs) but like not not like piss pissed but that was my big secret but besides that you hid podcasting from your mother yeah and radio yeah <laughs> what did she think you were doing like just going to the beach or something or <laughs> no i don't even know just she didn't know i was recording <laughs> i didn't record in the same house as her but so that helps <laughs> <laughs> so that's but, your uh, secret that you're a podcaster yeah i guess i'll say that and for people who listen to the show i guess my secret would be i'm a pretty good ski and snowboarder <laughs> Okay, so do you go up to New Hampshire, Vermont? Yep, uh, yep, very much. Skiing, I can go through any terrain, basically anywhere. Went to Colorado as a kid when I was like 12, and I'd go in like the Skull and Crossbone Trail, stuff like that. Oh, wow, so you're pretty intense with that, man. Yeah, I wish it translated to snowboarding more because that's the more fun one. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, so once again, I want to thank you for being on West Virginia Uncommon Places Presents podcast collide because this was an amazing thing um we'll have your show out at some point um and i just want to tell you thank you anything else you'd like to say all right um yeah i guess i'd plug the show for people listening go the way podcast podcast the way.com podcast the way.com all right and one last thing hit them with all the social media once again because remember people don't always go to web pages they like to click on instagram yeah it sounds good uh instagram twitter podcast the way or at podcast the way i think tiktok's the same but instagram and twitter go there all right thank you once again for being a guest thanks for having me all right